it's not that complicated. Like we can't put so much pressure on women and be like, you can only have one drink. Like, no, like <laughs> you only have one life. Like, let's enjoy it. And especially let's not put pressure around and let's not even talk about the Christmas period. Like it's such a time of pressure. It is so exciting and it shouldn't be this time where you have to worry. From Women's Health Australia, this is Uninterrupted, a podcast where we chat to amazing humans about health and well-being so that you can live a happier and healthier life. I'm Editor-in-Chief Lisa Gebilagen. Can you actually believe it? We are on the home stretch to the end of the year and hopefully you'll be having a bit of a break. I will be, and I cannot wait. 2021 has simultaneously felt like the longest and shortest 12 months ever. You know, I used to just totally write off all of my health and fitness goals at this time of year because, you know, there were always so many dinners and catch-ups and Christmas parties to go to. But back then, I didn't have someone like Kayla Itzinas to keep me on track. Although she is here for you. Today, everyone's favorite PT shares how we can stay fit and healthy this holiday season without any guilt while still having lots of fun and eating all of the cake. She also shares her daily non-negotiables and how she makes sure she always prioritizes these things above everything else. But before we get into her tips, let's find out what Kayla has been up to since we last caught up with her when she was on the June cover of Women's Health Australia. Oh my God, so many things in the past six months. So there's the iFit acquisition. There is my new program, Hit Cardio and Abs. Oh, we've got actually two programs, which is incredible. Um, So many things going on, so many conversations going on at the moment. And I'm really, really excited for next year as travel opens back up. So, Oh, my God, yes. (laughs) I'm really excited. Yeah. So going back to the iFit acquisition, tell me a bit more about that. So Sweat's been acquired by iFit, which is incredible because Sweat is remaining as a standalone business. So this just gives Sweat the opportunity for such amazing growth to be able to reach more and more people across the world. Not only that, it's just their vision and their mission aligns so much with ours and the conversations that we're having at the moment of the things that we're able to do now. It's just absolutely incredible. And I wish I could go into more detail, but you'll see them them come out over the next uh, year or so, which is incredible. I'm very curious because I think iFit does a lot of the cool like home workout um, uh, technology as well. Oh, she's poking a bit. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They do a lot of that stuff. Um, so, yeah, we are having incredible conversations about, yeah, along those lines. I am so excited. So before we started this chat, I was just telling you about how the first time I interviewed you was years and years and years ago now like Cleo when that still was around. If if you think about you back then and just seeing how much your business has grown now, was that ever in like was that ever something that you expected? No, I don't think anyone could ever expect that, especially growing up in, you know, Adelaide and being a personal trainer in your parents' backyard. I remember that interview. I was so nervous and I was so scared mm. and I was just so freaked out about it. So yes, my life has changed so much and never did I ever predict or think even that I would be um, where I am today, but I'm so grateful and I have learned so much and I'm so glad that I'm still recognized um, as a personal trainer and I'm still recognized in this industry as exactly what I wanted to be, which was just helping women uh, all over the world be the healthiest, happiest versions of themselves through my programs, which is absolutely incredible. And I've had, you know, I've had Anna since then. I've released a pregnancy, post-pregnancy program since then. Like it's just, like, oh, it's just been crazy. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, so much, so much has happened. I remember when I interviewed you, you said like the main thing for you was 
basically what you said just then, helping women feel better through fitness. And now you just do it on a massive scale. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. And it's incredible that I'm still being able to stick to it. I think on the, you know, at the start, when I started my journey, I stuck to these really, you know, few set of morals and guidelines that I wanted for my life. And I still have stuck to those. And no matter how big I grow, I will still stick to those. And there were, you know, there were things like, you know, I'd never sexualize myself to sell a product. I still want to focus on women. I want to be in the health and fitness industry. I want to be known as a personal trainer. And I, and I want to be able to help people. They were the things that I was like, I'll never sway from that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I never did. And I still won't. So I love it. I love too that your programs have evolved with the different life stages you go through, just like you were talking about Anna and then having your your preg- postnatal fitness or pregnancy fitness? No, not pregnancy yet, but post-pregnancy. Yeah, but even post-impact. Like yeah. I did a program just around, you know, my mum was my inspiration for that. She was like, she's never done one of my programs, my high-intensity program. She's okay. like, I've never done one. So I was like, why not? She's like, it's too much jumping. Like I, I don't I don't enjoy it. And I said, what would you enjoy? She goes, I want low impact. I said, fine, if I make your program, will you do it? She said, yes. I said, no worries. <laughs> so you know, I've got low impact and I've got post-pregnancy for that journey. I've got, you know, the high-intensity and then I've got the strength. Like I've got something for everyone and I hope to have more and more as you know I as I grow and evolve and especially now with travel I'll be able to you know see you know people working from home I release zero equipment you know um Mm. so hopefully as I travel more I you know can release programs to suit them so I'm curious how did your mum go with the program she went really well. She really enjoyed it. She said that it was something that she felt comfortable with. She didn't feel nervous with the program, which mm-hmm. was really good as well. So that's what I want. I want people to feel as comfortable as possible. So however I can do that, I will release more and more programs to make them feel as comfortable as possible. And then we've got our other amazing trainers in their disciplines that they are so good in. Yeah. Now there's basically something for everyone. That's yep. right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, by the time this podcast comes out, Christmas season will be well and truly upon us and it's a time when people notoriously see their health and fitness progress go backwards. So uh, I have a few questions for you on that. Firstly, is it really bad if we spend December going totally off our goals? Like can we just get back into it in January? I think it's important to set goals um, and not only are you setting goals, you're setting goals around that goal. How are you going to get there? What is, you know, how much is it going to cost you? How much time is it going to take to, you know, have that goal I think it's important to set goals but like let it be a time of family and celebration let it be a time of relaxation if that's what you're going to do like I always recommend people you eat well you sleep well you stay hydrated and it's not as bad if you go completely crazy it doesn't matter what month it is if you go completely crazy it's just going to be a little bit harder to get back on track if that is the track that you're willing or wanting to be on um but yeah December is a hard time for everyone if you want to make it hard um but it is it'll can also be so positive it is the time that I look forward to the most that's when my family gets together we get to eat good food we get to celebrate together and see all of it see each other I look forward to Christmas I don't feel like I'm off at all so tell me how how do you then approach it to make sure that you don't totally go off the rails on your fitness goals well we're a bit lucky here in Australia because it's summer so um, people listen to this podcast and I don't know if they're going to be anywhere else in the world if they're listening to this, but it's summer in Australia, so it's easy to be active. We go down to the beach, we go for walks, we stay outdoors. You know, we are very lucky. We're drinking a lot of water because it's super hot here in Australia. So um, it's not hard to uh, stay on track around Christmas time for me and uh, for my family. And then we have that big day where we just sit and eat. There's no guilt. There's no anything. As much Greek cakes as I can put in my mouth, I will. <laughs> like I love it. <laughs> What's your record? 
second for the amount of Greek cakes you oh put my in your mouth. Honestly, it is like the table of cakes is just <laughs> crazy. I'm sure there'll be a video this year as well as there is every single year. I just like try and put everything on my plate and I was like, I'm just going to keep eating them because they're all so good. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't have a, I don't have a record. I just, I just keep eating them. Okay. You mentioned sleep being an important factor there and you really emphasized it. How have you been coping with making sure you get enough sleep with having a small human in your life? Oh, it's all about routine. So um, people have sort of lost track of time when it comes to Anna. So she's turning three next year. So she sleeps actually really well. Um, Does she? Yeah, Um, yeah. It's hope for us. Yeah. And I've got her in a really, really good routine, um, but I totally get it anyone listening to this who has a newborn or is going through a really bad sleep stage it is just so difficult the only thing that I can say is to set up a really really good routine and stick to that routine no matter how hard it is try and get um your babies into a routine that you're able to sleep because sleep is so important honestly it's torturous if you haven't had enough sleep and any new mom will be able to tell you how hard that is so it is important and if you do not have kids and you listen to this prioritize sleep because it can help you so much with recovery with your memory with your general well-being your energy everything sleep is literally priority number one for me oh, it i want it to be priority number one for me but i am one of those people who have a small a very very small human she's only 10 months old now yeah. um and yes you she need yeah you need that routine that even even it, it, for the baby as well but for you that wind down routine is so important like every night I have to have a shower with a salt lamp on as weird as that sound I started doing that um my actually I started doing it because my bathroom lights broke and I ended up dragging the salt lamp <laughs> from my room into the bathroom because the, the plugs still work it was just the actual yeah. light turned off and I was like I really yeah. like this it helps me wind down and then I have you know a cup of sleep tea and I get into bed early and then I turn my tv off and yes I still play on like tiktok but I also make sure my phone is like you know down and it's on like a yellow screen like I do mm. all these things and I, I notice myself in the morning I'm like I don't remember falling asleep but I know I fell asleep and I have a white noise that I play I got addicted to um that I used to play for Anna what I still do um that I play for myself now because I just feel like that I associate that with sleep time um so it's good to get into a little routine like that find what works for you you have a, an excellent sleep routine down. I know. Um, Thank you. It's only since Anna. Honestly, it's only since I had Anna. Before it was horrendous. Before I'd be up working at one o'clock in the morning. Speaking of which, have you have you now learnt how to have more boundaries around work and family and personal life? Yes, so much. So I have a list of, yeah. and I did all of this. You know what? And I'm not even going to lie. Like I did all of this after I had Anna. Before I had Anna, I was honestly winging it because I had. You know, I didn't have a responsibility of a child. I could leave my house when I wanted. I had work like 24-7. I was traveling 24 And when I had Anna, everything had to slow down. Like I said, a routine had to be put in place. So then not only did I set a routine for Anna, it sounds like a lot, guys, if you listen to this, but it's not once you get a hold of it. Like do routines in little sections. Don't try and routine your entire life at once. So I did this in little sections. So now my routine um, for my day is I have a list of must-haves like, and I mu- or I must do. So like mm. I must have a coffee. I must see my family. I must do like, you know, bedtime, reading books and milk time with Anna. Like I have to do these things and then everything else sort of goes around it. Like I have to eat. You know, I'm not going to go and not and miss lunch because I've got too much work. Like I'm going to eat lunch and then I'm going to do my work after. Like there's just a list of priorities. And I did this slowly. And as I did this, yeah. slowly, it's literally become part of my life now. But yeah, do not, if you're listening to this, 
try and do everything at once, it will become the worst, most unmotivating, stressful thing that you've ever done. Do it in little bits. Yeah. And then if you do try and do it all at once and it's probably going to fail, um, you're not just not bothered then to even try again. But yes. And that applies to it smaller. Absolutely. Yeah, it applies to but, fitness as well. Imagine trying to do a 180 and completely changing your life and introducing an entire new fitness routine at the wrong time of the day. Well, not the wrong time, but a different time of the day, new foods, new wake up times, trying to do something else with your kids all at once. It's going to fail because you haven't done it before. You need to learn. You need to go through the process. It's not an all or nothing thing. It's an entire process you need to go through. For our listeners who are hoping to maintain their fitness or even make gains um, in this like crazy season, in our current issue of Women's Health, we're featuring your exclusive to Women's Health 28-day body plan to help keep them motivated. So can you explain how the program works and what our Women's Health community can expect when they commit to this plan? Okay, so when I, through through my years of training women, all I knew was that they wanted to get in and they wanted to get out and they wanted to get it done. So all the workouts are 28 minutes, there's three workouts a week, and then there's three list sessions. And I just say list sessions is like literally a walk with your dog and then there's one rest day. So you're just working out and then the next day you're walking. You're working out and then you're walking. So it's three workouts a week. Don't overcomplicate it. It is normal my normal high intensity program if you've never done it before there's four exercises there's two circuits and you just repeat the exercises and it is incredible you continue to do this workout over the month and you just track your progress you see how much faster you can go or how many more laps you can do it is such an incredible thing that you just don't even have to think about i've taken the hard workout you just follow along and it will be great and a great way to keep you on track especially if you you know, I'm one of those people that just need to be told what to do. You can't just make up a workout on the spot. It's done for you. Mm. And great this time of the year too, when people feel like really busy, they're like, the world's opening up a bit more. There are more parties, work parties, catching up with friends, like social lives might get a bit crazy. Just knowing that you've got, you've got three workouts to commit to in a week. Yeah. You you need to keep your mental health in check. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, you need to keep your mental health in check. As the world shut down, we became very anxious and nervous. And then we became sort of accustomed and used to this, you know, way of living. And then the world is going back. So then we'll become anxious and nervous. And we will think it's new, but it's what it was before. And but there are stu- new rules. And there's a few restrictions. It's, it's a bit crazy. So if you're listening again, if you can do one thing that feels normal, that feels like it will empower you and, and motivate you and give you that energy that you need, it is these workouts. Take time for yourself to do your workouts. It does not have to be mine. It can be your own. If you've got your own program, do your workouts, have that time for yourself, and you'll feel so much clearer, better, and you'll be able to function. And again, sleep. Yes, sleep. Always comes back to sleep. Absolutely. Um, what other tips do you have for staying fit and healthy this holiday season? Especially, I guess, for people to, who might like to have a drink over over the over December. Or yeah, go too for many it. drinks. No, 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 you know what? I, I personally don't drink alcohol, but I'm. I can't say that my friends and my family don't. You know what I mean? Like that's not that's not the problem. Like I said, it is about you know getting outdoors it's summer here in australia so get outdoors go head to the beach you know touch the grass with your feet you know like do do those sort of things eat some good food drink a lot of water try and get your workouts in and if you want to go out and and have your you know whatever you do your wines and whatever go do that whatever just make sure that i'm the most um realistic just you know as long as you're happy as long as you're healthy 
it's not that complicated. Like we can't put so much pressure on women and be like, you can only have one drink. Like, no, like <laughs> you only have one life. Like, yeah. Let's enjoy it. And especially let's not put pressure around and let's not even talk about the Christmas period like it's such a time of pressure. It is so exciting and it shouldn't be this time where you have to worry. Worry about the rest of the year as well if you're going to do that. Like let's, yeah, let's focus on making it just another month so it doesn't feel like such a transition, such a change into the new year. And I know it's good to say, you know, start a new year, new year, new year, but at the end of the day, it's not if you don't set your goals. Would you be open to sharing your goals for the next, I don't know, next few months or so? So I was literally thinking about this and I and I said out loud, oh my God, I haven't even set a goal because I have been so focused on what I'm going to be doing where I'm going to be going, where I'm going to be traveling to. Like my goal is to try and get to as many places as possible and reach as many women as possible to be able to help. I want to see people in person. Like I want to see my community in person. I want to be able to talk to them in person. I want to be able to travel. That's not really a goal, but it's just like something that I've been so focused on and I still need time to really set that goal but next year I want to be able to travel and not only do I want to be able to travel, but I still want to stay healthy and experience that culture and food in other countries. That is my goal for next year. Just survive it and, and learn. What destinations are at the top of your list? Uh, where I would love to go. I will have nothing booked in, but where I'd love yeah. to go, I'd love to head to America. I would love to head to Greece to be able to see my family. I would love to go to Japan. I got a trip cancelled. Um, cause I actually, uh, got pregnant with Anna. Um, so I want to head back to Japan. I want to go to Dubai yeah. and see Dubai. I want to go to Singapore. There's so like, don't even get me started. I would be here all day, but I want to go back and, and I want to start working again overseas. Cause that's what I used to do. So yeah, I would love to do that. Nothing booked in yet, but I would love it. Sounds like life is going to be busy for you next year. I can't wait. I can't wait, for Anna. I can't wait for Anna <laughs> to experience it as well. It's going to be incredible. Does she do any of the workouts with you? Oh, no, yeah, she just yeah, she just jumps around in the background and then she says, Mommy, I want to read a book. And I'm like, well, no, just wait. <laughs> it's really hard. It's really hard to work out with kids. Oh, yeah. What's the one thing that you've realised becoming a mum when it comes to your approach to fitness? Oh, like literally there is no perfect time to work out. That was my biggest thing. Like it used to be like, oh, your best time might be in like in the morning or in your lunch break, like such a lie. Like there is no best time to work (laughs) out. Your best time is when you're able to get a second to yourself, um, somehow distract your children or, you know, like I do, call my sister or be like, distract Um, and and just get your workout in. There is, yeah, there's no perfect time. You just have to make time um that feels right for you in your day what are your workout goals at the moment oh I want to so I'm I'm trying to build strength in my legs at the moment um work on my glutes at the moment um I am trying to so I came off the back of a really bad cold recently so um you know just trying to get my cardio fitness back so I'm back in the gym sort of doing a weird mix of um my high intensity strength program and then a bit of like low impact stuff as well so um and then on top of that doing my hit cardio and abs so it's all a bit much but um I'm getting there how many times do you work out a week these days I would say at the moment four and then I'm sort of walking every other day and then guilty I'm guilty to say that um I'm probably missing some of my recovery sessions more than I should um yeah but uh try and get at least 
one big recovery session in a week. What does your recovery session consist of? So because, okay, so one of my recovery sessions, which isn't going to sound good at all, was because my cold that I had, I had a, like a lot of coughing. Um, I ended up in one of my recovery sessions locking up sort of my abdominal area. So I spent the entire time on a hard, almost like softball rolling my stomach out, which was so painful, by the way. If anyone has, you know, bad neck pain where they can't look up, it's generally your stomach. So I've sitting there foam rolling, you know, my stomach, stretching out my legs, stretching out my glutes. It's like you sweat more almost doing these recovery sessions than you do in your actual session because it hurts so bad. Yeah. Is it sweat or tears? From yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what other things do you add on to your week to help just help you make sure that you're maximizing your health and fitness. Uh, what do I add on to my week? I don't yeah. really like my, I run off timers. So like, it's not the stuff that I add on. It's just, you know, I just add on reminders, you know, drink water, get up at the same time every day, go to sleep at the same time every night, like sort of that vibe. I'm not really adding in anything specific. Um, again, like I said, I don't really drink alcohol. So like, I don't really have that. I just drink a lot of water and try and be as healthy and consistent as possible. So from what it sounds like, it's more about creating that structure in place and having those non-negotiables. And yeah. then from there, everything just works around it. Yeah, I'm just creating healthy habits, but I'm doing it really slowly. Like it has taken me 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a thing, right? People think that it's great because you do make small changes, you, you do see results, but then for long-lasting results, you, it, it's all about that consistency over a longer period of time absolutely don't try and change everything at once just slowly (laughs) slowly and you'll get there all right well is there anything else that you would love um the women's health community to know or a message you'd like to leave them um before we wrap up yeah i would just like to say enjoy christmas guys enjoy it as much as you can um don't stress about it eat all the food have everything that you want make sure that you're happy that day and you're celebrating and set your goals for the new year set your goals for the next day even and and really drink a lot of water stay hydrated enjoy the sunshine if you're in australia um and and bring on 2022 (laughs) yay 2022 all right thank you so much kayla thank you If you're keen to try Kayla's 28-day Women's Health Challenge, pick up a copy of the latest issue of Women's Health Australia with the incredibly fit Hallie Berry on the cover. Did you know Hallie is 55? 55! And she's been training like a UFC fighter. That's insane. Anyway, if you try the challenge, please take a pic and tag us on Insta because we'd love to see how you're going. This episode of Uninterrupted was hosted and produced by me, Lisa Gabilagan. For more from us, visit womenshealth.com.au. See you next time.